It's Holy Week. So for those of us who are Christian, we celebrate holidays this week, like Palm Sunday, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter. That leads me to some Holy Week jokes. Although we have a day called Good Friday, let's be realistic. Isn't every Friday Good Friday? What kind of tree can you fit into your hand? What kind of tree can you fit into your hand? A palm tree, just like Palm Sunday. It's great to be with you all today, ladies and gentlemen. This is our podcast for our Gospels class for Monday, the 6th of April, 2020, our only day of class this week. Before we begin, let us take time to be aware of God's presence with us. So please find a posture that is relaxing and comfortable. And let us remember that we are in the holy presence of God and the Father. In the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our prayer this day is going to be based on Holy Week and the suffering of Jesus that we read about a couple of weeks ago in the Gospel of Matthew. Today we're going to pray with the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 45. If you have your Bible, you may want to follow along if you are able to. You do not have to, but we're looking at Matthew, chapter 27. From noon onward, and we're looking at chapter 27, verse 45. From noon onward, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders who heard it said, this one is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran to get a sponge. He soaked it in wine and putting it on a reed, gave it to Jesus to drink. But the rest said, wait, let us see if Elijah comes to save him. But Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and gave up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earthquake, rocks were split, tombs were open and the bodies of many saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming forth from their tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The centurion and the men with him who were keeping watch over Jesus feared greatly when they saw the earthquake and all that was happening. And they said, Truly this man was the Son of God. That was Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 through 54. And the last part is really telling for us. The Roman soldier who helped to put Jesus to death sees what happens after Jesus dies and says, truly, this man was the son of God. And this leads us to our prayer for the day. You can just close your eyes and think quietly about the words as we pray them. Jesus, my Lord, let me strengthen my courage by taking on the courage of all those people who have been centurions for me. Many have faced disasters and hard times with great constancy. The upper hand of evil never turned them against you. They kept going. Let me be like them, Lord, no matter what the cross. Let me never stop declaring you to be truly the Son of God, the source of my hope, the reason why I will never quit on life. Amen. God, our Creator and Father, Jesus our Savior, Holy Spirit, who gives us joy, gives us gifts of the Spirit. 
Holy Trinity, we ask you to be with us during this very special Holy Week, where we cannot celebrate physically with each other, but through online and through remote things. Help us to be aware of the great love you have for us by offering your Son for our salvation. Help us to be aware of the ways in which Jesus suffered on the cross. He suffered for love for us. God, fill our hearts with gratitude. Fill our hearts with sorrow for our weakness, but also fill our hearts with hope so that we may rejoice in the overcoming of sin by by your Son, by Jesus. Please be with us in our prayer intentions this week, especially for our families, for those most in need of prayers, for those impacted by the coronavirus, and any prayers that are in the silence of our hearts. St. John Baptist de La Salle, pray for us. San Miguel, pray for us. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Live Jesus in our hearts forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Great. Announcements for the day. This is our only day of class this week. I encourage you to take time for rest and refreshment over our Holy Week slash spring break of sorts. Remember the reason for the season for Holy Week and for Easter, Jesus. Take time to be with Jesus. Take time for silence during this Holy Week. Second announcement. I encourage you to take time for that silence for personal meditation this week. I posted some resources for meditation and for prayer in our Google Classroom stream on March 23rd, so you can go back and find those. But also, you may have seen other resources from Mr. Meyer or Ms. Perea. I encourage you to use those to make this week a time of grace for yourself and for your relationship with God. Thirdly, Holy Week, for those of us who are Christian, for those of us who are Catholic, we're used to celebrating masses and services together, but we cannot be together physically. However, many churches, I know many Catholic churches, are putting their masses online through video. So Mr. Meyer has sent us some resources about this in the virtual campus email, and I can also help you find masses online if you want to. I encourage you to go to mass, even though we can't physically. Our fourth announcement, next Wednesday, April 15th, we will have class, and we will have a class Google Hangout that day if you wish to join from noon to 2 p.m., where you can earn your credit for the day. It's not going to be required for you to be in the Google Hangout the whole time. It will be like it has been the past two weeks. If you're not sure what that is like, look at the invite that I will send out next week and then listen to the daily podcast before you show up to the Google Hangout. I'd love to see many of you there. Our last announcement. We have an Old Testament challenge for the month of April. This is an extra credit opportunity. What is this? Well, through this challenge, you can get a greater understanding of the Old Testament. You will have time for reading for relaxation without required writing, which is nice. Most of the time in classes, we are required to write by our teachers and think about our reading by writing. But this thing, you're not going to have to write anything for. You can also earn extra credit through this. You can earn up to five assessment credit points or 10 participation credit points, whichever you prefer. What is this extra credit opportunity? Well, it's reading one book of the Old Testament of your choosing for fun and or connecting it to your life. 
How are we doing this? So buyer before Wednesday, April 15th, email Mr. Shovlin telling him what book of the Old Testament you will be reading during the month of April. Again, this is optional. This is for your own leisure and for extra credit. So you're not required to do this, but if you want to do this challenge, email me by or before Wednesday, April 15th, telling me what book you will be reading. The next step is to finish your book by Monday, April 27th or sooner. When you're finished with your book, let me know, and then we will arrange a time for us to chat about your book for about five to 10 minutes. You must finish the book and talk about your book with me to earn the extra credit. If you need Old Testament book ideas, check in with Mr. Shovlin, or you can use the Bible Project online, those good illustrative videos we've watched, to get an idea of a book you might be interested in. Also, if you have any questions or concerns, email, with me, email me and I will help you. If you need book recommendations, I will help you. So again, this is our Old Testament challenge for the month of April. This is an extra credit opportunity. And if that was too much for you to get down in one minute or two minutes of a podcast, I will also post the details of this in Google Classroom. In fact, Mr. Shovlin posted these on Friday, the 3rd of April. So that is our Old Testament challenge for the month of April. It's an extra credit opportunity. Those are our announcements. Today, we are working on connecting the parable of the Good Samaritan to the coronavirus. That is our lesson today. So we're looking at the parable of the Good Samaritan, connecting it to the coronavirus. How are we going to do this? Well, first, we're going to read the parable of the Good Samaritan. We're going to read the parable of the Good Samaritan. Some of you may be familiar with it, but even if you are or aren't, it's a great story for us to read and reread. So please open your Bible to Luke chapter 10. This is where the parable of the Good Samaritan is. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 is where we are going to start. If you need to go get your Bible, please pause this podcast and then go get bring it back. Re resume the podcast once you have your Bible with you. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 is where we're going to start. So it's a very short passage. As we read, I want you to annotate and think about two things. First, what is the greatest commandment? What is the greatest commandment is the first thing. And the second thing is, who is our neighbor? Who is our neighbor is the second thing I want you to think about. This is Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Luke chapter 25, excuse me, Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test him and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your being and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road. When he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came up upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. 
Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? Jesus asked. The man answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said, Go and do likewise. So that is the story, parable of the Good Samaritan. As we think about it, I want you to be aware of what the greatest commandment is according to the text and who is our neighbor according to the text. What you're going to do next, ladies and gentlemen, is to find an article, a video, or a story about someone who is loving their neighbor during this time of the coronavirus. I want you to search news sources to find one story of someone who is loving their neighbor well in this time in accord with the Good Samaritan story. So they should be doing something like what the Good Samaritan is doing. They may not be pouring oil and wine over their wounds, but they might be taking care of someone in a different way. If you do not know where to begin, search Google and say Good Samaritan Stories During the Coronavirus. Your next step is to summarize in a handwritten paragraph why that person's story connects to the Good Samaritan story in at least two ways. I also want you to cite and quote at least one verse of the Good Samaritan story to connect it to this person's story in the news. That is your assignment for the day. The details of it will also be posted in Google Classroom. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, remember that this is Holy Week. Take time for prayer. Remember the Old Testament challenge for the month of April, this extra credit challenge. And we'll see you back here next Wednesday, April 15th. Go and be great. God bless.